This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, there's a new procurement chief at the Pentagon. Congressional Democrats want to make sure the Trump administration doesn't sneak in any last-minute regulations. And the Secret Service will be down several agents for quite a while due to coronavirus. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Defense Department has a new person in charge of pricing and contract selection. James Tenalia will take over the crucial role in the Pentagon's Acquisition Department. Kim Harrington was previously holding the position in an acting role. She's now the director of the Industrial Base Acquisition Portfolio. Tenalia took over the job on November 9th. He'll be in charge of the more than $300 billion in contract obligations afforded by DOD each year. The second highest-ranking officer in the military will only be serving two years in his position. Federal News Network Scott Massioni explains. Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General John Hyten will retire next year instead of deciding to hold out hope for a second term. That term would last four years under new rules. Hyten had a tumultuous Senate confirmation hearing due to allegations that he sexually assaulted a subordinate. He was eventually confirmed by a vote of 75 to 22. His term will end in November 2021. Before service as vice chairman, Hyten led U.S. Strategic Command, where he oversaw the United States nuclear arsenal. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Pentagon's latest financial statement shows independent auditors are still finding financial management problems faster than DOD can fix them. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. It is the third year DOD has subjected itself to an outside audit. Accountants reissued more than 2,500 negative findings from prior years and notified the department of 800 new ones. In a way, it's progress. At this time a year ago, auditors had raised 1,300 new problems, but the older, harder-to-resolve ones are still piling up. And the number of major crimes cutting issues known as material weaknesses continues to grow. There are 26 across the department this year, compared to 25 last year and 20 in 2018. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Justice Department is expanding its procurement collusion strike force. DOJ says it has added 11 new national partners, including nine U.S. attorney offices. There's now 29 agencies and offices helping to combat collusion, antitrust crimes, and related fraudulent schemes focused on government procurement, grant, and program funding. The task force also added the Air Force Office of Special Investigations and the Department of Homeland Security's Office of Inspector General, which joins other agencies, including the IGs from GSA, DOD, and the Postal Service. Top Democrats on the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees warned the Trump administration not to fast-track agency regulations that are pending between now and Inauguration Day. Congressman Jerry Nadler and Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney are asking the head of the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs to tell agencies to not to rush finalizing rules before President Donald Trump leaves office. An audit from the Government Accountability Office found 25% of major regulations finalized around the last three presidential transitions did not meet the procedural requirements of the Congressional Review Act. 
Some progress on the Trump administration's recent federal hiring executive order. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Office of Personnel Management is out with a new draft qualifications policy. It details how agencies should use skills-based assessments to vet candidates for certain federal jobs. And it requires agencies to list the specific skills they're looking for in their position descriptions. It's all part of OPM's efforts to eliminate educational requirements from certain federal jobs, unless they're legally necessary. The final policy should be out by the end of the year. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Thrift Savings Plan hired Accenture Federal Services as the lead contractor for its major record-keeping services acquisition. The contract is supposed to modernize TSP's call centers and IT infrastructure and improve its cybersecurity posture. It will also bring some new services to TSP participants. Those include a mutual fund window, electronic signature capabilities, and a new mobile app. The TSP says most changes should be in place by mid-2022. GAO continues to deliver a huge return on investment. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has some details. The Government Accountability Office says for every dollar it receives from Congress, it returns $114 back to the government. In its fiscal 2020 performance and accountability report, GAO says its work produced more than $77 billion in savings or cost avoidance. Last year, GAO's budget was $656 million. The agency points to its impact on government operations in more than 1,400 recommendations that led to cost savings and more than 1,300 other improvements around operations or efficiencies. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Over 130 Secret Service agents are being forced to quarantine after contracting or being exposed to coronavirus. This is all stemming from the president's busy campaign travel. The Washington Post reports about 10 percent, or approximately 300 workers, of the agency's core security team has been affected by the virus since March. In a statement, the Secret Service says the health and safety of its workforce is paramount. Veterans Affairs is recruiting volunteers for COVID-19 trials at some of its medical centers. VA is looking for veterans and non-veterans. Volunteers will participate in trials for a new COVID-19 vaccine. Candidates include Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Janssen. VA is also running trials for certain COVID-19 treatments. Over 50 VA medical centers are participating in the department's trial program. Volunteers will go through a consent process to ensure they understand the risks of participating. And the Postal Service is looking to raise prices on some of its shipping services. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. After USPS wraps up this upcoming holiday season, the agency is looking to increase prices on shipping services by about 3.5% in the new year. The USPS Board of Governors says the new rates will keep the Postal Service competitive while providing the agency with much-needed revenue. The agency is also looking to impose a $100 surge charge for shipping parcels that exceed its maximum size limit. The Postal Regulatory Commission will review the prices before they go into effect on January 24th. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. 
Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.